everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 43. Happy New Year. <laughs> what are we calling this? Like, um, I say that we call this What to Expect in 2023. Yeah. And most are we mostly talking about Disney World? What to Expect at Disney World? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's kind of been the theme primarily of this show up until now. Um, but... We've I talked about Disneyland. We've talked about some other stuff, right? Yeah. But um, that's kind of where our expertise is. Yeah, you know why it is? Because I've taken now 20 Disney trips, three of which have been into Disneyland, so 17 Disney World. So I guess, does that make me an expert? Probably not. There's people that have been way more times than that. There's people that live five minutes away that yeah, go all the time. Go a lot. Yeah. But for a Texan, I've lived in Texas most of my life. 17 trips is a pretty big deal. If I lived five minutes away, I would go every week. You were, you were, you were talking and waiting to talk there, weren't you? Well, you said something <laughs> and a new, a new thought came into my mind and I was like, huh, that's what I would do. If I lived five minutes away, I would go every week. Yeah. Probably just once. And it wouldn't be like at the full time. You, you mean know? you wouldn't park, you know, rope drop and. No, no, definitely not. That would be so weird. I don't even know what kind of Randy you would be if you only went for a few hours. Well, because if I win every week. I know. This would be a totally different person. It'd be tough, though. I mean, you got to you basically got to plan this out. You got to get a park pass, right? Although it's not that hard to get park passes anymore. Let's be honest. Well, speaking of 2023, that's the you talking about the park reservation. Yeah. Yeah. That's still around, so that's something to expect this year, and probably not to go away ever, right? I think that I think that leads into kind of maybe the first thing that we can talk about here about what to expect for this year. Yeah, let's just talk about leadership changes. Yeah, real fast. Like we we didn't really cover this. Um, we I think briefly mentioned it in our last episode. This happened while we were year. at Disney World. It did happen while we were at Disney World. Um, I will say honestly, I did a little bit of a happy dance when I found out. You know which. It's you know wasn't happy dance because a guy lost his job. But then again, not a lot of people feel bad for someone who loses their job and gets a twenty five million dollar plus paycheck on the way out the door, right? Yeah, yeah. Having said that, I think that most people that are that are big fans of Disney recognize that the last couple of years have been kind of rough on the customer experience, mm-hmm. and that had a lot to do with leadership. Maybe if he didn't take the twenty five million on his way out, we would not have to pay. All the stuff we do, but anyway. yeah, I'm not Robin Hood here. <laughs> yeah, you know it's uh it's interesting. So so big thing, right? So you know, late last year in November, uh, Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Chapek was quote relieved of his duties from the CFO, right? Uh, well, no, I mean she kind of blew the whistle, but it's the board. The board is yeah. the one who fired the CEO, so he was fired. So that was their initial statement was he was relieved of his duties. And then a couple of days later, they came out and clarified and they said, no, he was fired. Like, mm. let's 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 not mince words here. OK, so that's and, a big change. And then and then two days, you know, at the same time that they announced that, that he had been let go, they announced that uh, Disney's former CEO, Agreed Bob Iger, back. Yeah. is on his way back. And he, he agreed to a two year contract with the primary focus of being to kind of stabilize the ship and to find the next CEO. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of people will wonder like, oh, great, Iger's back. So what does that mean? What do you think? So far, 
Um, I, I really don't know. I mean, my primary concern is the parks and the parks have been pretty healthy. Now they have increased prices and, and, but I feel like it's the TV and all the other stuff that, that really needs some help. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm blind, but. Well, so, you know, first of all, it's important to remember parks makes up 65% of Disney's profit margin. Yeah. Thereabouts. It's it's in the 60s, mid 60 percentage, right? So this is like a huge, huge part of their business. When you consider everything that they have their hands into, which goes from television to movies to sports entertainment to <laughs> cruise ships to Broadway shows to hotels and resorts and everything like that, parks. Yeah. None of the rest of those things. Parks is like 60 plus percent of yeah. their profit. Okay. Yeah. So it's a really, really big deal. And the biggest complaint, the number one absolute biggest complaint from people across the spectrum over the last year in particular, as we have inflationary issues going on in the United States, yeah. has been the increasing cost to attend. Yes. Yeah. From tickets to food to merchandise. like It's to- the Genie Plus that really pushes me over the edge. Yeah. Like the thought of... I think the last day we were there, didn't we pay $29? $29 per person. person. Plus we paid, because we wanted to do Guardians that day, so we paid... So, so think about that. We effectively, that we effectively, you know, when tickets go for almost $200 a person per day at the yeah. park, right? That last day, we paid $180 for our family to get Genie Plus. We bought an extra ticket. We paid for seven people to be at the parks when right. there's only six of us. Yeah. Right. So it begs the question, okay, leadership changes. People are like, Bob Iger's coming back. Yeah. Remember, it wasn't as expensive right. when he was in charge. Is that going to mean the prices are going to go back? And one of the first things Bob said was, I'm I'm really kind of disappointed in how high the prices went. Like that's kind yeah. of a, he, uh, that's a statement he said to members of the press, right? And yeah. here's the thing. I just don't think it's going to change prices. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it is either. So, I'm well, hoping that they, they like, Give us more freebies or something, but I don't see the prices going yeah. down. This is why I led with parks is 65% of the profit margin. Yeah. Bob Iger was brought back in to, because they was, had a really, really bad Q3 shareholder call. Yeah. And Chapik not only mailed it in, he basically kind of deflected responsibility and tried to, you know, put some rose colored glasses on what was a pretty poor picture. You know, the Disney company lost. billion in the third quarter last year. Mm. When we say parks is a third, or is two thirds of the profit margin, but you lost $1.5 billion. Prices aren't going down anytime soon. Guys, prices can't go down. I mean, that's the last thing Bob Iger's in a position to do is go back and tell the board, who then has to go and tell the shareholders, sorry, guys, like we need to make less money here. Yeah. So I just don't see that happening. Yeah. And the other thing is there, you know, he's had a series of town halls. He's talked with people. They've asked things. So one of those things asked about was like, well, what about park reservations? Because that's been complaint number two. Mm -hmm. So universal complaint one prices, universal complaint two. I hate having to get a reservation to go to the park because it requires a whole new level of planning. Yeah. And if you're a Floridian, if you're a local, like, I mean, come on, that takes the fun out of being a local. A little bit. <laughs> that so, one, yeah, that one doesn't bother me as much. But if if it's not serving a purpose, then I think it's it's just a waste of everyone's energy. Well, and so and so Iger's response is he says, "Hey, that's that's Josh's department." So Josh Demaro is the 
president of parks at Disney World. Um, yeah. And so um, that was that was his thing. Yeah. Josh is in charge of parks and that's a that's a parks thing. And so Bob didn't take a commitment on it one way or another. In other words. So this goes back to leadership. Don't forget who was in charge of parks while Bob Chapik was also the CEO. It was Josh DeMauro. Okay, so so he's just not, because one guy's gone guy doesn't want, mean yeah. that everything is going to change immediately. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Now, people have floated, right? So, so Iger's responsibility right now, he's trying to look for that next CEO. A lot of people said, well, well, DeMauro's probably on the short list for it, okay? That could be. Yeah. Let's, let's not forget... Bob Chapik was president of Disney Parks before his elevation, right? Yeah. That didn't work out so good. So I don't know. Sometimes that that's going to be a little bit of a cautionary measure. But we also know that Bob Chapik wasn't exactly Bob Iger's first pick either, right? There were some other things that happened. You can go back and read the history, business stuff, blah, blah, blah. That's not super exciting. But <laughs> it's just going to be interesting because part of what's going to happen this year is they're going to try and right the ship and they're going to try and get some things in a better position you know, Chapik's leadership style was that all the decisions kind of flowed up to him and then they pushed back down to the lower ranks. And that's not Iger's leadership style. Iger's leadership style is to empower the people who have expertise in their areas to make decisions for themselves. And and so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Okay. Well, let's talk about one that's uh, another change in 2023 or something to expect I'm like looking at my watch and I'm like, or at the, at the clock or the calendar, I mean, and, and just like, okay, is there any way I could go and do Splash Mountain one more time? <laughs> I don't think the answer is yes, but uh, January 23rd is uh, Splash Mountain is, pl- is permanently closing. The end. It will be a new, different ride reimagined, but I imagine that probably won't be out in 20 till 24, 25 are they doing this at the same? They're doing this both at, in in Orlando and in Anaheim. Are they doing it at the same time? I'm pretty I'm not sure. Clear on that. I think they are. I'll I'll look that up. But um, I mean, this is the end, right? So I, I they've been teasing it for two years. Splash Mountain's closing. It's going to be replaced with Tiana's Bayou Adventure from the Princess and the Frog, right? Right. Yeah. And. And it's kind of got pushed and pushed and pushed. And then and then people started to speculate. This was so funny. Remember when they first announced this? And remember the run on merchandise? Oh, yeah. We were there. Like, I remember. We were there. And you go into the shop. There is no Splash Mountain merchandise. So we were there in July of 2020. And that was when they announced that. And, and there was a lot of political things yeah, yeah. in the in the just in the news and in the world then. Um, which which kind of precipitated this change. But I remember we were there in July and there were literally people that were coming into the park with like a suitcase, essentially yeah. headed towards Splash Mountain. I was like, what are they doing? And, and, we, were, and we'd see them walking out bags and bags yeah. of stuff, all the stuffed animals gone, all the T-shirts gone. And these are the people that basically resell the stuff on the Internet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You called them something, eBay something. People, yeah, what was what was that? Was what was that phrase? It was kind of funny, but uh, I don't remember. I keep seeing just Splash Mountain at Disney World, so I'm gonna have to. That's why I'm. I'm that's why I'm very curious. You know, we'll have to we'll have to phone a friend. You know, Dak can can fill us in. He'll know what's going <laughs> on Disneyland at Disneyland. But it, it seems like if you're gonna do one, you probably ought to do the other at the same time. But logistically, I don't know what that means. But 
we do know this. Um, in Magic Kingdom, Splash Mountain, it's closing this month, January 2023. Yep. So that will be a change. There will be one less mountain. But it also means that what's our new ride coming to Disney or to Magic Kingdom? Finally. Yeah. So year. it's coming and it's going it, to, you won't have to wait long. Dun, 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 dun. Tron. <laughs> Got that right out of the movie. Tron's, yep. Tron's, Tron's opening, opening up. Yeah. I think it's going to, it's going to dwarf uh, Space Mountain. After, <laughs> after people ride Tron, they're going to be like, Space what? Like, it's yeah. going to be. I am concerned about that. And we talked about this, right? Some rides that need to refresh Space Mountain's one of them. And it's going to, it's never going to be clearer than probably after you get off Tron. Yeah. I think uh, it's going to, I think people are going to have the same issue that they do with Seven Dwarfs because it's, it's a short ride. And, you know, I'm sure Tron will be one of those, you got to get in line and wait forever and, and then it's short, but I'm hoping the queue and that experience will, will also be exciting. Yeah, I'm very. I, that's one that I'm really interested to see what they're going to do in terms of the queue, because the difference. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be like Guardians. I think you're going to get this virtual queue to get to get in line, sort mm-hmm. of thing, which, yeah. which should minimize your wait. Right yeah. now, our experience with Guardians is on your regular virtual queue, you're still going to wait in line, and and that wait could could be thirty minutes or more. Yeah, right. You're still going to wait, but. Um, it might move faster because one of the things you don't have is you don't have a pre-show. So you're not, you don't have all this other stuff. So that's the thing. The we Guardians, don't know. There might be a pre-show. No, it's just a roller coaster. You walk up, you get in line. I mean, it's all, it's pretty much an outdoor queue because that whole ride is, is effectively kind of outdoors. It's got the big shell over it, but part of the track goes outside, right? I think, I think the line is mostly indoors. There's that giant building. Mm, yeah, we'll see. I don't think there's a pre-show. So much to learn. So much excitement in I would be surprised. But maybe there is. I don't know. See, I haven't watched anything because I want to... Go fresh. ...be surprised. I don't think the line is outdoors. Some of it's outdoors. Well, I mean, to get to it, yes. But, I mean, this is 2023. It looks outdoors. I mean, I saw the loading bay. The loading bay is not inside a thing. You could see that from the from the platform. At, I think it's going to be like Velocicoaster. I think it that that it's going to it's yeah yeah you're going to load basically at an outdoorish area. Outdoorish area, yeah. But still, like the queue and all the stuff. Maybe is the queue indoors. is inside. Yeah. Well, Velocicoaster half of it is outdoors for sure. Yeah. Actually, two thirds of it is outdoors if you're going to wait in the full line. But anyways, so that'd be interesting. Yeah, but we're excited. Our family loves Tron, especially the. Tron Legacy, right? I guess the original Tron is not our flavor that Look, much. Tron Legacy is one of my five all-time favorite movies. Yep. I mean, that list has like 30 movies on it, my five Your all-time five. favorite. Uh-huh. But it's on there. <laughs> okay. Well, I still don't know when Splash Mountain is closing at Disneyland, but I do know that at Disneyland, it's going to reopen in end of 2024. So that... We'll okay, see so that was the next question timeline. about Splash. Like, so yeah. how long is it going to take? It's going to take a two couple years. years. <laughs> so, so don't think that this is just like a reskin. This is not a reskin. Like, um, they're gonna they're gonna do some dramatic changes, right? I think it's still going to be the same log trail and stuff. But I, I think, think that the logs are going to be different, though. 
Really? Yeah, because the ones at Disney World keep sinking. <laughs> They're at the change of. I, well, I, mean, I just think of I think of um, Norway with with Frozen Ever After, and that's yeah. the same boats. That's the same boats from the original ride. But they weren't sinking. <laughs> you can find it on the YouTube. I wonder what kind of it's uh, happened multiple multiple times. I wonder what kind of freebies they're giving to those people that are stuck in a sinking log. The only good thing about that is there's you know no what they're not belt. getting. They're not getting Genie Plus for free. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, so we've only gone through a few things. What else is let's? Okay, so check this out. Hey, do you remember at Epcot? Do you remember Agent P's like adventure? Yes. Uh-huh. So so back. So <laughs> I feel like this is back in the day because it was back in the day. But the way it first started was you went to this kiosk as you were headed to the World Showcase, and they gave you a cell phone. Yeah. Remember that? Like yeah. they gave you a cell phone and I'm like, uh, you're just giving this cell phone to my kid. Like, and they didn't take names. Like they, you didn't check anything yeah, in. That was the weird it was part. so weird to me, but they just gave him a cell phone and they went with this cell phone to go kind of on an adventure from, from country to country and follow agent, clues. Yeah. Do agent pieces. Yeah. So, um, it was agent P's world showcase adventure. Yeah. I want the technical name. Thank you. That's a mouthful. So the, um, it kind of went away. So it changed a little bit. Well, and then, Phineas and Ferb, they're not making new episodes. And so right, the show ended less relevant, even though I love that show. I think it's hilarious. Well, and then the other thing that they did was they they actually changed it. So it went from like they gave you a cell phone to, hey, install this app and use your own phone. Yeah. Right. And then that kind of had some issues, too, because um, then it started to use a lot of people's battery and there were some plain complaints and everything. And so finally, it just went away. Yeah. But the cool part was you would go to different areas. I remember in Mexico, once you found, figured out the clue and it would connect to Agent P and then all of a sudden he would pop up out of some random location and you like, you would see him come up. It was just yeah. animatronic, audio animatronic. So anyway. Agent P. It's going to be interesting. Um, so, so what's the replacement? So now coming it replacing agent p's world showcase interactive game is the ducktales world showcase adventure fun so i don't know if this is going to be as good um because i think there was still actually some sort of agent p thing available uh, this is available through the play disney parks app okay Uh, i will tell you my experience with the play parks app is both love and hate right yeah like i it's got a lot of potential especially while you're in, in queues and stuff like that. One of the coolest things that it had for a long time was at Space Mountain. Oh, here we go. You know, you could You've you could play it. You, there was actually multiple yeah. games that you could play, yeah. right? And the last time we went, like half of the game was gone. They changed it. it. It just wasn't the same. And I'm like, well, that's kind of boring. So Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I know gaming is, is in good games. You've got to play good games. Okay. So I don't know if this will be as cool where Huey, Dewey, and Louie pop up like Agent P did. Yeah. Probably not. Because it sounds like this is all on the Play Parks app. But they're they're kind of trying to push this as like, hey, this is a big deal. It's replacing Agent P. And I'm like, well, bring back the Agent P of old and maybe we're in business. I don't think they're going to, dear. I'm not going to play it. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> it sounds it sounds interesting. But we got to talk about it on our podcast because people need to know what's coming up. Well, you need to know what's, what's going to happen, right? What's going to happen? All right. What else is coming? So I do know that um, I'm like the bearer of bad news here, but... Um, What's it called? Um, Hollywood Studios. Rock and Roller Coaster. There I've it been, comes. I've been there. I'm like, ah, I can't think of it. 
Rock and Roller Coaster is going down for refurbishment. And let me give you the dates now that I got it. It's closing February 20th. And it says through summer 2023. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. So if you're going, if you have a winter, spring, even maybe even a summer trip, that's that's a big issue for that park because there isn't that much to do. And that's that's you, really the thrill ride. You, There's think, really nothing. you think Twilight of Terror was a long line before? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait until that's the only I, I ride think in that corner are, of the park. People are saying that they're pushing it till February 20th because they're hoping that Tower of Terror will be fully functional rather than... <laughs> Only one of the elevators, but so it doesn't surprise me that it's going for an extended refurbishment because it rock and roller coaster has experienced down. some incredible downtime yeah. over the last six months. Like I'm saying, like it's been down for days at a time. Yeah. So you know, you read something about perhaps why this is going down. Yeah, and you know, who knows if this is true or not? But I it's believe just, it's true. Well, I'm this on the goes record, back. It's true. To, <laughs> this goes back to the leadership issue which leadership's an important thing but um letting go and people wanting to leave the company um some of those you know established people that knew how to make the rock engineers and roll. yeah the engineers that knew yeah. the ins and outs and all of the bolts and everything and push this button and yeah patch your belly and all the little tricks you know those people maybe not aren't working at disney anymore and it's so when, yeah. when a ride goes down and you're standing there and you're really close. Yeah. Like, have you ever watched like what happens? Well, the telephone, they got they a get telephone. On the telephone, right? They got an actual telephone. It's an actual telephone. It's got a cord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And they're talking to somebody and that person's typically in a control booth somewhere yeah. and yeah. they're on a telephone, right? Yeah. And you know, there's another person who's got a manual out and they're like, push the red button. They're like, yeah. they're all red buttons. I right. don't know which red button, right? <laughs> they're missing the person to say, you got to push the third red button. Yeah. Right? And you got to tap your, tap this and, and spin it. And and so it is absolutely true. Yeah. They are down people. They've right? lost people. They've, that, they've lost some people. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons why. I'm not going to blame all of it on Bob Chapik and leadership and whatever. Some of it has to do with COVID, right? Yeah. Like, look, parks were closed for a little bit of time and- people and people had or, to go get jobs yeah. right like they couldn't not be paid for long term yeah. or have the uncertainty and then when parks reopened they had to bring people back in phases, in phases. yeah and then there was negotiations with unions it, it was only recently that i think the last union finally agreed to terms with the company right so we're talking like almost 2 years after well, the start of the pandemic that, that, uh, finally they were able to reach terms i don't know how that impacts some of the other folks, right? We know how it impacts um, actors and and performers, but you know the engineers, like these are the unsung heroes of Disney parks. They're the ones that actually make it so that we can enjoy our experiences, yeah. right? Yeah, they're like the dad. Just can you fix it? Like they they can fix it all, right? And yep. <laughs> the dads are like, no, we're not coming to work anymore or whatever. I remember watching. Um, we watched. Uh, a day in the life. You remember we were watching that series oh, yeah. on on, yeah. on Disney Plus, and one of them was about the engineer who was the scuba diver at Disneyland. Okay, yeah, and, remember, and he yes. would have to go and fix the twenty thousand leagues or or the Nemo, Nemo ride, ride now, yeah. right? But like, basically, after the park was closed, his job was to put on his scuba gear and at two in the morning yeah. jump into the Nemo <laughs> tank and then fix the boats and the tracks yeah. and the stuff and do all that other kind of stuff. Well, guess what? Like we're missing a lot of those people. Yeah. And that has been absolutely evident at two places, <laughs> Rock, Rock and, and roller, roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. Yeah. 
because Tower of Terror has been half broken now for like two years, ever since the pandemic started. Yeah. Rock and Roller Coaster has been very, very inconsistent. So Well, and I just have to say, going back to the unions and all the issues, like, where is my Enchanted Tales with Belle? Like, why are they not back? Like, yeah. is that part of the acting union or is, are they... I'm like, are they reimagining that area? Is it too expensive to do that ride? Like, I'm like, I cannot figure out. It's not a ride. It's an experience, really. It's an experience slash meet and greet. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I really don't get why that's not open. Yeah, I I think that's a great question. And that's, we don't know. Is it coming back in 2023? I don't know. Maybe. It should. Because my understanding is they've kind of finally reached, so everyone should be back and but able to go. But you see Belle in like the parade. I know. She's there. Maybe it's Mrs. Potts. She's not available. <laughs> or what's the wardrobe's name? Oh, yeah. She's amazing. She's a big part of that show, too. You yeah. Know? So, well, um, anyway, we're making we're we're sounding pretty down in the dumps here. But no, 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 no. But it's, it's good to know when you go to the parks what's not going to be there. So, Cali River Rapids at Animal Kingdom is going to be down starting January 9th and it doesn't have a two it doesn't we don't know when it's going to be open Big Thunder Mountain is just going to go down for a few days this coming week um but the this one's kind of an obvious one the we'll talk about the 50th ending but the enchanted enchantment fireworks are going to end at the end of March and then I'll just do harmonious is yeah, coming harmonious. to an end this year but again we'll we'll rope that in with the end of the 50th yeah and then the last announcements um oh my gosh the frozen sing-along i guess those actors need a break but january 9th through january 27th so that's not too long well they have to they have to un-christmas-fy that attraction oh that's true that makes sense that they would give a break there (laughs) un-christmas-fy that's what we did to our house de-christmas that's what we did to our house and it it de-christmas-fied you you were oh that was so sad so gloomy yeah so sad. Okay. Well, all right. So what, um, I feel like there's some restaurants opening. Why don't well, we talk let's, about let's talk about 50th, right? Okay. Since we kind of teased. Okay. It. So the 50th anniversary, uh, the longest anniversary in the history of man, it lasted more than 18 months. months. Well, 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> no, more than 18. And the reason why is because they were advertising it for six months before that. Right. Yeah. And so even though the stuff wasn't going on, they were, they were getting ready for it. But the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World is finally coming to an end in March. Yes. Yep. And to an extent, I guess I'm a little sad about that because I've really enjoyed a lot of the stuff that went with the 50th. Yeah. I, and there's some things that, as it ends, I'm not clear, like, what's going to happen. Like, are all the 50th statues, are they going to stick around? Those are awesome. Yeah. I, I hope so. Like are they going to go and stick them in a vault somewhere? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So 50th statues is a big thing, right? The The fireworks show, the show at Epcot, Harmonious. I don't think a lot of people realize that Harmonious was a 50th anniversary specific show. Right. And so it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, Some of the other little perks, like at different restaurants, they had like a special 50th meal, which was like a yeah. drink and a dessert and a whatever. And it was, I want to say it was like $19.71 because that was the year Disney yep. World opened. Yep. So just little things like that are going to change. I'm not going to miss the kind of uh, iridescent tie-dye. You didn't like the... the the color scheme color of everything, scheme. right? Yeah. Um, I think the castle looks great, by the way. It, it I, took a while. They, well, it, it took a, a repaint. It took a repaint. Yeah. Um, because when they first put that purple on, it didn't hold very well. They had to go back and redo it. And now it's a much more brilliant blue yeah. like like you That's want. Gonna but I around. wasn't sure about the pink. 
but I, I love it. I, that's, I think it looks great. And I look at pictures, older pictures from when it was just gray and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, we've really, this is a lot better. This is better. It is. Yeah. There are some things I like about the old one, but I do think it's kind of got draping and banners and types of things that are more of a celebration yeah. for a castle. So I wonder if they wonder take, what's that, gonna happen. take yeah. that down or what the plans are for that. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's signage and stuff like that. So it's going to go away. But never fear. There's always a party to be there's had. There's always another celebration. There's always a party to be had. So if you thought 50 was a long time, wait till you get a load of Disney 100. <laughs> and I'm not joking. This is the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company so crazy it starts in october i think it's october 16th is when it's going to start and there's going to be a new party going on so was that when that wouldn't have been the first film what would that would that have been steamboat willie like when he did that well i mean it's it's the 100th anniversary i think of the company so it's not steamboat willie even yeah, because it, it wouldn't have been when Walt Be- Disney was because, born. Because yeah. Mickey and Minnie are On celebrating their 95th, 95th anniversary. So so I don't know. I, I need to do a little history research on that. I feel know that kind of a thing. You like to know everything. You like only, to be a wealth of knowledge. We're only talking about it, but, but we ought it's to know okay. it. Um, but I do, it is, it is when I do believe it is, it's the hundredth of the company itself. Well, and there's some other big anniversaries this year too. Did you know Chip and Dale? They're turning 80. Wow. Those are some old chipmunks. The Disney channel itself is turning 40. Um, but yeah, Mickey and Minnie 95. The Disney channel is, is younger than me by a year. Wow. So I, so this is interesting because, so we finished 50. Okay. And they typically do these kind of celebrations on the fives, but 50 obviously was a big deal and a hundred's a big deal. Right. So what you're going to get is in five years, I'm telling you right now, when Mickey and Minnie turn a hundred, that's going to be a huge, huge party. I promise you Mickey and Minnie's hundredth birthday. That's going to be a big deal. Oh, how exciting. Okay. Well, I do want to know about the restaurants. Those are always, it's always fun to have more options, new options. Yeah. So in the park themselves, okay, there is one restaurant that is a little bit um, something people have been looking forward to, but it's at Hollywood Studios. It's Woody's Roundup Barbecue. Woody's Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. <laughs> and it's a table service restaurant. They can so never I'm, have it be like one name or yeah, one so, word. Well, and it's... it's so this is what'll confuse me. Woody's, you, got, you got Woody's lunchbox. Yeah, that is confusing. And now you got Woody's rodeo roundup barbecue. You couldn't even say it there. Yeah, that, Woody's that's tough. Woody's rodeo. Woody's rodeo. Like that's that doesn't roll off the tongue. So um, it's coming obviously to Toy Story Land. It's a table service, and it looks like it's going to be a character dining experience too. Woody and Jesse are supposed to make appearances there. So I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like or what it's going to mean. So table service, huh? Yep. Um, it's uh, so indoor. <laughs> I'm thinking they could use some more table service and something a little bit more kid friendly. They really do. I, you know, it's the Brown Derby and even even the the dine in. We like the dine in, but that's not necessarily super kid excitement no, friendly. That's like, perfect for mom and dad who yeah. need a break. <laughs> Sit there and be quiet in the dark and watch that black and white movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's like there's a few other, but that that will be good. That it's a, I'm sure it'll be expensive and hard to get into though. They could they could I don't use know. yeah maybe yeah. I mean barbecue 
I don't know. So this will be different, right? Because um, it's table service. So this is not going to be like uh, Sam's Regal Eagle yeah. at Epcot, right? Yeah. Which is a quick service, yeah. but indoor. Um, but they do. They need more indoor dining at at Hollywood Studios. They need something, especially in Toy Story Land, for sure, right? Because because there's no. The closest thing you've got is you can go over to like uh, Mama Melrose. That's the closest thing, probably. Or you've got. Uh, I like how you're pointing. Like I'm, you're I'm pointing. Here. I'm like here. I am. I'm, <laughs> where am I standing? I'm standing in front of Woody's lunchbox. If you go this way, if you go that way, um, yeah. I mean, and Mama's, to do that, Mama you, Melrose. Mama isn't Melrose. Close you got to you got to walk through galaxy so abc commissary i mean no there's no there's no table service anywhere near there yeah no there's nothing yeah i mean oga's cantina but you're not sitting there for that that's and it's not there's not food there's some bites okay anything Um, else so one more big thing make me make me want to go in 2023 well i think this is really cool so this is so this goes back to something new but one big thing that's going to happen is it um, at Epcot. So supposedly this year, you know, there's been a lot of construction going on. They've reimagined things and they're now calling them neighborhoods, right? So you used to have like future world and you used to have the land and the sea. So now they've reimagined them into these different neighborhoods. And a couple of those neighborhoods are finally supposed to open this year, right? So one of them is um, the world uh, celebration area. That's not going to be opening, is it? So World Celebration. Parts of World Celebration. I mean, that's over where like the. This is the entrance to the World Showcase. Yeah, I'm thinking um, that's where they have like the Starbucks, the big Starbucks, and then the. So this is this is what I read is that part of World Celebration, you're going to get the Epcot Gardens should open the CommuniCore Hall, which is an exhibition and gallery space. And they're going to have like art and live musics and some food and stuff like that. Demonstration kitchen for the foodie festivals. Um, and there's going to be a Mickey and Friends um, meet and greet. There used to be a meet and greet with Mickey. And it's going to be yeah. right there at the Communicore Hall. And then the Communicore Plaza. That's a weird word. It's the Communicore. hub for like musical performances and stuff like that. And they'll be able to do like big and small. But it's all kind of right there near the garden section, right? So that's that's kind of right there at World Celebration. So this is like straight behind um, Spaceship Earth. This basically, yeah. Okay. And then the other part that's supposed to open. Which will be nice because it is so annoying to go around all those walls. Gosh, take those walls down, please. I know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You've, you've added five miles to my walking at Epcot today. Well, it's already really, everything is really spaced out there. But then when you have to go, you have to be, luckily they have like go right if you want to go to this right or go left if you want yeah. to do this. But still, you look at that and you're like, really? I have to go right? <laughs> anyway. So the other thing that's supposed to open, and this is late in the year, so it's always possible it gets pushed back or at D23 we find out like they canceled it all together. I don't know. Yeah. No, they haven't canceled it, right? Because the World Nature Area, which is over by Land and Seas. Yeah. Um, that's supposed to finally open, and that includes Moana's Journey open? of Water. Oh, you mean the construction stuff that's over there? Okay. Yeah, I mean open. Like, they're done with it. It's built. Go enjoy it. Yeah. That's what I mean by open. Well, but I'm saying land and seas. Like, you can do a lot of the stuff that's And I say there. it's over by land and seas. So this is everything that's been behind those walls. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And it's really Moana. Moana's Journey of Water. Um, it's, it's an interactive 
exhibit, right? Yeah, I think there's it's waterfalls, be fun. sounds, light, and it's kind of supposed to kind of connect you well, with nature. Mo- Moana is she can play around with water. She's yep. got some skills. It's supposed to be really cool. It looks really neat. I don't understand what it is, but I'm looking forward to the walls coming down. <laughs> Mr. Iger, take those walls down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm I've got an annual pass, good through June. I'm just trying to figure out it's either June or July. I'm, I I gotta. I'm, I I keep wanting to time like when I go and how that's all gonna work. We we got to get a trip on the books here. I know it's gotta happen. Gotta happen. Let's go now. Well, 2023, we're excited for you. We um. Sorry to drag you down with all of the cost stuff but we didn't do it we're just the messengers <laughs> we didn't make the price what it is oh, you gotta have got you gotta have reasonable expectations right and and without a doubt it's expensive to go right now well and it but if you put it in perspective like you got universal if you want to do something ride skipping equivalent there it's not totally equivalent because you can do some of the rides multiple times there but it is way more expensive than yeah. genie plus and so you just yeah not it's, apples to apples, but it's yeah. it's apples to like green apples. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'd love to hear about your trips, what you're taking the next year or so. What and, are you uh, looking forward to? Yeah, which parts are you excited? I mean, I'm excited to do the train. I I mean, the I was telling our sons on the way to school that the train opened in December. He's like, are you telling me it opened only a few weeks after our trip? I was yep. like, yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> Super exciting. Yep. Good things. All right. Okay. Y'all take care. Bye.